Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, February 21st. U.S. equities kicked off the holiday shortened week by posting sharp losses. Uncertainty regarding the Fed's future rate hike decisions appeared to pressure market sentiment as investors grapple with recent hot inflation data and Fed speak. Retail companies headlined the earnings calendar as Dow member Walmart bested profit projections and raised its annual dividend, while Dow Component Home Depot beat estimates and increased its quarterly dividend, but issued some disappointing guidance. The economic calendar showed manufacturing activity increased, but continued to contract, while services activity rose more than expected into expansion territory. Additionally, existing home sales declined in January as the median existing home price continued to rise. Treasury yields were noticeably higher and the U.S. dollar gained ground, while crude oil prices were slightly lower and gold fell. Asia finished mixed and Europe was mostly lower as international investors digested some mixed global manufacturing and services sector reports. The Dow Jones Industrial Average tumbled 697 points, or 2.1%, to 33,130. The S&P 500 Index was down 82 points, or 2%, to 3,997. And the Nasdaq Composite plunged 295 points, or 2.5%, to 11,492. In moderate volume, 4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.9 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost 19 cents to $76.36 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price fell $5.20 to $1,845 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.3% to 104.16. In equity news on Tuesday, Dow member Walmart, ticker symbol WMT, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.71 above the $1.52 fax at estimate, as revenues rose 7.3% year-over-year to $164.05 billion, topping the street's forecast of $159.76 billion. U.S. same-store sales grew 8% year-over-year, above the facts at estimate of a 4.9% rise. The company noted inventory and cost challenges. Walmart issued full-year earnings guidance that came in below expectations. Separately, Walmart raised its annual dividend by 2% to $2.28 per share. Shares were slightly higher. Dow Component Home Depot, ticker symbol HD, posted fourth quarter earnings per share of $3.30, above the expected $3.28, with revenues ticking 0.3% higher year-over-year to $35.83 billion versus the estimated $35.97 billion. Same-store sales dipped 0.3% year-over-year compared to the forecasted 0.3% gain. The company noted a challenging and dynamic environment with persistent inflation, ongoing global supply chain disruptions, and a tight labor market. Home Depot said it expects 2023 sales and same-store sales growth to be approximately flat compared to 2022, while its earnings per share is projected to decline to the mid-single digits. 
Separately, Home Depot announced that it increased its quarterly dividend by 10% to $2.09 per share. Shares fell. Fourth quarter earnings season continues to head down the back stretch this week, and of the 416 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 57% of topped revenue estimates and approximately 69% have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled Beat It or Don't, an update to a chilly earnings season, how in the face of persistent macro headwinds, earnings growth continues to deteriorate, putting the fundamental backdrop for the market at risk. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the preliminary S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for February remained in contraction territory with a reading below 50, but rose to 47.8 from January's upwardly revised 46.9 figure and versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a slight increase to 47.1. The preliminary S&P Global U.S. Services PMI Index also gained ground and unexpectedly moved into expansion terrain with a reading above 50, as the key U.S. sector in January increased to 50.2 compared to expectations of a modest gain to 47.5 from January's upwardly revised 46.8 figure. Existing home sales were down 0.7% month-over-month in January to an annual rate of 4 million units, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 4.1 million unit pace, while December's figure was adjusted upward to 4.03 million units. Contract closings declined for the 12th straight month as sales throughout the U.S. regions were mixed. The South and West registered increases month over month, while the North and East experienced declines, but all regions recorded year-over-year losses. The median existing home price was up 1.3% from a year ago at $359,000, marking the 131st straight year-over-year gain and the longest-running streak on record but the seventh month in a row that the median sales price decelerated from the record high of $413,800 in June. The number of homes for sale were up 2.1% from December, with unsold inventory at 2.9-month supply at the current sales pace, but up from the one6 months pace in the same period last year. National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lawrence Yun said, quote, Home sales are bottoming out. Prices vary depending on a market's affordability, with lower-priced regions witnessing modest growth and more expensive regions experiencing declines, end quote. Treasury rates were higher as the yield on the two-year note was up 10 basis points to 4.72%. The yield on the 10-year note rose 14 basis points to 3.96%, and the 30-year bond rate advanced 11 basis points to 3.98%. 
Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in her latest article titled, Mind the Gap, Bond Yields Appear Set for a Rebound, how over the next few months we see room for yields to move higher, especially if the inflation data come in stronger than anticipated. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will offer the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended February 17th, while in afternoon action, the minutes from the Fed's early February monetary policy meeting will be released. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe are mostly lower as the market sifted through some preliminary February manufacturing and services data and also digested the disappointing earnings reports from key retailers in the U.S. The S&P Global Eurozone Manufacturing PMI fell to 48.5 from January's 48.8 level and compared to the expected improvement to 49.3. A rating of 50 is the demarcation point between expansion and contraction. However, the Eurozone Services PMI reported by S&P Global showed growth accelerated more than expected to 53.0 from the prior month's 50.8 and compared to estimates of 51.0. Elsewhere, UK manufacturing and services activity followed a similar path, with manufacturing remaining in contraction territory but services sector output unexpectedly jumping back into expansion territory. The euro was lower versus the U.S. dollar, while the British pound traded higher against the greenback. Bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. gained ground. The markets have seen a strong start for 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening, and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index and Germany's DAX index were down 0.5%. France's CAC 40 index declined 0.4%. Spain's IBEX 35 index lost 0.3%, and Italy's FTSE MIB index fell 0.7%, while Switzerland's Swiss market index ticked 0.1% higher. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the markets digested some preliminary February manufacturing and services data, which showed Japan's manufacturing output deteriorated further into contraction territory, though services sector growth accelerated. Also, Australia's manufacturing activity accelerated slightly above the demarcation point between expansion and contraction of 50, but its services sector remained in contraction despite improving. Elsewhere, the minutes from the Reserve Bank of Australia's February monetary policy meeting suggested further rate hikes may be in the offing. Uneasiness and volatility in the markets due to the aggressive global monetary policy tightening has been met with heightened geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China. Also, China's recent announcement of expanding cooperation with Iran has exacerbated tensions. 
Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses the latest rise in tensions in his latest article titled Investor's Guide to Geopolitical Risk. Noting that while threats flare up from time to time, it is important to keep in mind that geopolitical risks are an ever-present part of investing. Despite the recent news of geopolitical tensions, the risks are not necessarily higher now on the average than in the past. But even when geopolitical risk is average, it remains an important consideration. That is one reason why it is important to diversify, which may lessen the volatility that can result. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.2% with the yen continuing to soften. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 1.7% with technology stocks seeing pressure. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index decreased 0.2%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index was little changed. However, China's Shanghai Composite Index advanced 0.5%, and South Korea's KOSPI Index ticked 0.2% higher. Items on tomorrow's international economic calendar include employment data from Australia, CPI and the IFO Business Climate Index from Germany, and CPI from Italy. In the central bank action, the Bank of Korea will announce its monetary policy decision. <laughs>